Yes. Okay, I, I just wondered, you're not taping, right? Uh, yes, now I'm taping. Okay. Uh, but I cut. I think I cut the first part anyways. Okay, but I, I want to start the whole thing with uh, dialogue. Can you, you can just take it off right now, because... Uh, Alright, we're running. Welcome uh, to the Frieger Show. Yeah, everything goes, you know. Uh, not, no, no, no. Not everything goes, and you should know. Uh, what doesn't go? Well, you are too fucked up to know. You don't want to know. Yeah. Let's do it one more time. Okay, just let's start. Yeah. Everything goes, you know. No. Not everything goes, and you should know. What doesn't go? You, you are too fucked up to know. You don't want to know. <laughs> That's too charming. We have to do it one more time. Right. Be more casual, be more rude. All right. Everything goes, you know. No, not everything goes, and you should know. What doesn't go? Uh, you are too fucked up to know. You don't want to know. Okay. All right, cool. Welcome, uh, Mr. Christian uh, Schulstedt. Yeah, Schulstedt. Schulstedt. Skylstedt. Sh- uh, Guild, Guild City. Rinsted City. If you Google Translate a Danish article about me uh, from Danish to English, yeah. it will become the Rinsted City, which is very funny if you read the text about the uh, Oslo art scene yeah. in Henrik Plenge's uh, article in uh, Kunstkritik Daleno. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I read, I read it, actually. Yeah. I uh, yeah. It was nice. It was uh, you know. Well, it, it it I think I mean it describes at least one part of the Oslo scene. It is not. I don't think it's a part. It's a tendency. You know. How, how do you mean? Um, well, the tendency. You know, talking about the Oslo scene from my point of view, I've I've been one of the backbones of it since I was basically 20 mm. which has been 10 years and uh, uh, you know with the whole Bologna process and, and the reorganization for no particular reason in the whole field mm. uh, the, there was a big amount of frustration going on uh, with the fact that uh, when we were done in the art academy and if you had something interesting to say yeah. there was no access uh, anywhere uh, for those point of views and I think that altered the point of views for the people that has been uh, you know in the city mm. for a long long period of time well I, I came I came shortly after that I, I came here 2007 so uh, so I don't know how it was you came in the middle of the tornado I guess I guess so yeah or just I, I, I remember coming here like the, you know being going to the first openings and I was totally amazed that the, the the place were packed and you know interesting thing, things were happening and kind of everybody was about and doing stuff because I didn't I didn't I didn't have that in the Netherlands you know I mean I was I was working in an artist and bosses art space in the Netherlands and we we put up really nice shows you know with with kind of mid career international artists there was an art academy in the city so th- the place should be packed each time we had a show but somehow for various reasons you know it it never really was and uh, so, so I remember that like, how refreshing that was, and kind of how vibrant it was. And, and uh, yeah. so, but but to go back, how was it before? You know, as you said, you know, you were you were, you know, be, before. Let's when when it, it started, two thousand four, two thousand five, I guess. Two thousand one. I think it started two thousand three, two thousand two thousand four with the Bastard, and then, um, and we just went from there. For me, it started since like when I was twenty-two, which is two thousand and five. Yeah, 
uh, with Galus and Gallery and then Tough Gug after a while. Yeah. So, uh, it's, yeah. But but how? I mean, if you were an artist before that, how how would your career go then? You you came out of the out of the academy. You joined UKS and you hoped to get a show and you applied for different photo gallery, uh, L and M, all these kind of things. Or you went abroad and like Galdar uh, Adansson did and did you know yeah. the the Whitney program or Rice Academy like uh, Bjorn Melgård and uh, yeah. Tom Ulsson tried to get in there. It was all about applications. It was all about writing and 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 basically begging, <laughs> I guess yeah. and. Uh, when you got people like Stefan Dillemut and uh, Lars Vilks and uh, Henrik Plenge Jakobsen, uh, other alternatives pops up, and mm. we we grab those chances that these people gave us. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, you know, and created our own language and everything. Like the art itself uh, isn't uh, hasn't you know followed up necessarily from these people, but you know, the, the, for the people that was. Uh, willing to and had the energy uh, and the collective mindset, uh, it was easy to to apply their methods more or less. Mm. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no. So I think a lot of things happened, but I also kind of uh, the the last year, and this could could be just be very personal for me in in my case. You know, since since I got a kid, I got a bit out of out of the running, but I still have the feeling that kind of the. Um, Well, that uh, uh, if you can say it like that, the, the Oslo scene got a bit kind of blasé, or kind of you know there isn't the same vibrant, uh, uh, vibrant energy around anymore. That was that you know that was a couple of years ago, and as I said, maybe it's out there. I just don't have access to it anymore. I think you're right. Uh, I wouldn't know because I'm not around. Yeah. Been living in Cambodia and in America for the last two years, and and to be honest, when you are in places like that. Whatever is going on in Oslo seems quite, you know, non-controversial because you're dealing with controversial things, mm. cultural-wise, that are happening on the streets, mm. uh, that are happening in in other segments of society. Mm. Like uh, in LA, the the music scene is more vibrant than the art scene has ever been. Yeah. Uh, in a, in Oslo, just simply because they don't have any opportunities in the business. So yeah. whatever they're doing, they're doing out of passion, you know. Yeah. And Uh, and also they have a big amount of spaces uh, that are available for next to nothing and yeah. not much to do you yeah. know because they don't have uh, uh, access to spending money yeah. and and these kind of initiatives yeah. uh, uh, becomes the only cheap way of having fun yeah. well I mean uh, uh, we do the same thing you know? uh, I You you by running these art spaces you basically uh, 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 you take the power away from you know that you don't have the bag anymore because all of a sudden you create your own platform. I think I think we we do in a certain in a certain sense live in in an age of self empowerment where we kind of you know where you have the tools easily accessible to uh, to to start up anything you know like like this podcast for example. Yeah, I, can, I just want to say that. Yeah, I just this is know, a way of taking power and yeah, yeah. just grab because I mean one reason for me to start this podcast is because you know I want to. I want to. I say, uh, you because know, if I feel that there, there's a lack of engagement in the art scene, that basically means that I, that 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 my engagement is is withering. So mm. you know, so in that sense, a podcast for me is a way to you know, to get my 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 passion back or something. Yeah, I, for me, the last two years I've been totally ignorant of the art world. So, no place is my only access. Yeah. Uh, to the art world because I'm I'm not dealing with uh, problems that are 
relating to to the art language or the art world. So mm. no place is you know keeping me disciplined in 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 in, in staying conscious in, in 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 that sense. You know, um, I've not been you know. And if you're saying like things are getting blessé, well, I I don't want to stay too long in the Oslo conversation because I don't find it very very fucking interesting. Because the reason why it is interesting is because people are not that self conscious about it. Mm, yeah, and I don't yeah, want to yeah. make people self-conscious about it, but uh, what I want to say is that when... What is that? In, is that unavoidable? You know, like uh, Fuck it, you know, if it's unavoidable. Um, the thing is that... Um, I fucking lost my one. Uh, sorry about cursing. The thing is that people are getting into positions, you mm. know, because they have been running this avant-garde-ish... Uh, Mm. Uh, uh, in, uh, initiatives and and uh, when they get in positions, it's harder to to be in opposition. Mm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. and and you know that's what Deleuze says about being on the left that he doesn't believe in any uh, left in power because yeah. the left is supposed to be the alternative. And then when they're in power, they are not left anymore. They're and then the, the right is the alternative. Or, not or really the, the alternatives. The they are you know they are the threat you know yeah uh but when the left gets into power they become moderate because they have to be mm. because uh in power you have to stay pragmatic and mm. and i'm not saying that the left cannot control a society not at all i'm just saying that uh the left can only be the left when it is critiquing the standing forces Mm. And it might even be stronger when they're not in power because they become this kind of social consci- consciousness. And when they are mm. in power, they cannot keep this social consciousness yeah. because they have power. Yeah. And power corrupts, which means that power um, limits mm. your perspective in the sense that you... you yeah, you, you, you run into, you know, uh, so to say, necessities, you know, you have to deal with for whatever reason. Uh, and you can't deal with them on a on a philosophical level. You have to deal with them on a practical. Really, level. and that's why I live my life like I do because I want to keep that consciousness because I I feel at home in that consciousness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's why I don't want no place to expand. I want it to contract. You know. Yeah, yeah. and that's interesting. Mm. Not becoming more un- unavailable or more snobbish, but having less definition power would mm. be mm. would be great. Because mm. getting more and more definition power uh, feels awkward because uh, for some reason it doesn't seem to matter that much if you have definition power. Mm. It's always like if you create something like, okay, let's say, f- okay, I am the, the voice of negation. I am the, the voice of emotion. I am whatever. Uh, if you If you really start thinking about it on a sociological level, what you really... Uh, are doing is counterproductive because if you are really engaged in making society and and art or whatever you want more negative uh, the only thing that will happen from coming generations is that you will see uh, uh, a reaction to that yeah and that will probably be the opposite you know and you don't want to force people into those kind of positions so you should be very vague about what you're fucking doing because uh if you're too uh to clear on it and you get definition power by being that clear then then i think that you will basically create uh, create c- counterforces and and create this kind of bipolar pendulum that is very often yeah, just uh, mm. you know it's like yba oh yeah 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 death death yeah fuck 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 uh you know oh we're so crazy okay uh love 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 peace uh, peace peace yaa what young american artist uh yeah. it's like yeah 
I mean, that's that's one of the reasons uh, I never I never could the be same a, shit, you know. And then everybody's like, no, now everybody has to stay calm and cool, and drugs are bad and da 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 da. And then you know, yeah. it's like the most the most boring art scene ever. It's the English and the American right now, and the mm. reason for that is is those rebellious groups, and we might have that kind of scenario mm. in Norway. Yeah, yeah. No, that that's why I kind of. Uh, you know, I I c- could never be a rebel because I, you know, I. I'm the infanterible. Yeah, so that, that's that's how they they call you. Yeah, I think well, it's silly. It's, but yeah, it's bullshit. Because yeah, I think you just have to raise your voice in this country, and you call things like that. You know, yeah. it's stupid. Yeah. No, I I've never seen you like that. I I think you're uh, on the contrary. I think you're, you're 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 more more a voice of consciousness than than anything else. You know, of of kind of, you know, maybe trying for people to to think, you know, not just kind of follow whatever path, you know, whatever, you know, not not just kind of react what you say. Okay, oh, these people are against that, then I'm gonna do the opposite because you know. Or I'm gonna do or, the same or, because that works. Yeah, you know? yeah, whatever, whatever path you choose. Do, you know? do what the f- do what you you need to do, you know. Mm. Do it. Mm. But that's, that's or what is needed. That yeah. is even better if you have that kind of consciousness that you are. Uh, doing what is needed because you see what is needed not mm. because you w- want to do that from this uh, narcissistic uh, self-exploring uh, uh, reaction to uh, whatever is going on uh, inside of you and around you uh, do uh, do what is needed in society then then you're f- then you're in a very good position mm. on a, mm. a you'll be in a good position on an emotional level and on a on a sociological level and and your back is free you know mm. you, you you don't have an ego in that sense your ego is built up from being something for someone and being else. part of a, of a yeah. larger larger yeah I, I i keep saying lately you know the, the i think the word for for our um, our next millennium millennium is uh, community i've been hearing it more and more on all kinds of levels and I think, uh, and I, I do, uh, you know, because th- that that comes back to what you say that you kind of be involved and you you know what needs to be done instead of hey, I got my ego, I got my ego, you know, I I want my ego fulfilled, so I'm just gonna do whatever it takes and you know disregard any, anybody and just go for it. Which is, I mean, in the art world, which has been a, a a valid strategy and and made also very much positive things happen, but uh, um, but. Yeah, personally, I, I, I could never really. I, I've always a big fascination for people who can just say fuck all, and I'm just gonna, you know, I destroy everything around me and just do what I want to do. You know, uh, you know, I think I think this this kind of destructive attitude is quite fascinating, quite quite intriguing, and that's why it's so successful. You know, that's why the the you know the the Johnny Rottens and the, and the, you know. Yeah, but that's not the kind of. Uh uh, dis- destructiveness, if you want to call that, I would call it uh, deconstruction more or entropy. Mm. Uh, I'm not interested in John Rodden. I think he's a he's a clown. Uh, Obviously, uh, Thomas Hishorn. That is uh, that is someone that is balancing between being a clown and being mm. a hardcore intellectual. You know, mm. and and in to bo- have both those uh, characters in your mind and also able to expose both of those kind of kind of uh, characters. Uh, you know that. Y- 
to be able to show that we are multiple personas in mm. this uh, on mm. this planet because mm. we wake up as a new person every day mm. and that's that's, that's maybe a hard and strong philosophical statement mm. but if you don't you're a very poor human being mm. and and that might be too strong to say but you know well, you, you become you a know flat, what flat character basically uh, yeah you're gonna... just you're just uh, you're just a guy you know you're just a dude you know walking around mm. and if you're fine with that fine mm. but you know mm. it, it's not fine mm. I don't think that's fine. Yeah. But uh, you know, it's nice you bring up Hirschhorn because uh, yeah, he has a nice balance because you know he started out with you know with kind of opposing systems. Yeah. But he didn't. And he studied in Bern. You know, it's yeah. one of the safest, uh, yeah, yeah. the most protected cities in the world. You know, yeah. it's a city of Helvetica. You know, the the typeface mm. that is dominating uh, Dutch society. Mm. You know, it's it's uh, the society of control. And uh, and he was a communist, mm. and uh, he never went to to any Whitney program or whatever. He went to the art academy in Bern, and then he he was making posters for communist movement in in mm. a in a in a in a country where <laughs> those kind of initiatives are not really basically even possible. Yeah. You know? No, but uh, yeah, but throughout the years, he kind of yeah, what you say, he managed to balance that. You know, he he didn't. Uh, he he managed because because the thing is, if time goes on, you know whatever position you had will change, and if you're if you're not flexible in changing that, you're gonna be you know you're gonna be a joke like Johnny Rotten, you know, where you kind of yeah, you're, you're this character, and you know everybody expect that from you, and you turn into a screamer, and and yeah, and with 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 Hirshon, you know, you're still interested. In, hey, what what how, what's he gonna do? Yeah, not not in the sense like hey, oh, wonder what what kind of trick he comes out now, but hey. You know, he has this interesting way of seeing things and kind of dealing with systems. Uh, he doesn't have an aesthetic. That's what I find interesting about Hishorn is that he doesn't have an uh, aesthetic. He's he's just reflecting whatever mm. is going on on the planet. Mm. If it's sick or if it's constructive or if it's intellectual. Yeah, but, but he, do, he does it in a certain sense. He does it with, with without too much of a judgment. You know, I, I saw his... Yeah, he likes red. That's obvious. But <laughs> and, and, and he and likes cardboard. Dolls. Cardboard. Do- he likes, he likes certain kind of materials. Yeah. Uh, he prefer. And he likes mess, but you know, uh, he's uh, he has autonomy in that. Uh, so you can he has a signature, but at the same time, yeah. I think it's a reflection, maybe the uh, inverted mi- image of the world. You know, mm-hmm. it's like people you walk around different cities, and p- people are looking at the clothes on on these dolls hanging, hanging, you know, in every window, but you, they don't look at, the, you know, this desperate expression that is going on in the faces of these dolls yeah. Yeah. and how they change country by country on the preferences of each country, yeah. uh, even how the dolls are being taken care of. Yeah. And maybe uh, how these dolls look and how these uh, characters in these boutique windows, how they look reflects on how we are taking care of the people yeah. in the society. Yeah. And, you know, Have you thought about that? I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. no, but uh, one other thing is kind of it doesn't you know more and more wherever you go, it's more more of the same, you know. And I noticed this the first time I really noticed this was uh, first time I went to Prague. This was just before they uh, there was you know they were still not part of the EU there, and you know you, you would go there and you would get your 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 traditional goulash or whatever food they had, and you know if you go to the supermarket, they had all kinds of weird stuff. It was super exciting. Yeah. And a couple of years later, I came back, and and uh, suddenly, you know, I could buy exactly the same things in the supermarket I could do at home, and that kind of, you know, ruined the experience. And did yeah. you see Czech Dream? No. Where they made a fake, uh, su- uh, like a uh, super mall, yeah. and then made people come there, and it was it was just a sc- um, a screen, you know. So people ran into the super mall, you know, yeah. like 
to to buy this new goods you know when mm-hmm. this thing was hitting the Czech Republic and it was they came they went run ran through the door of this fake super mall and they came just into a big flat field <laughs> that's so nice it's a beautiful project that's really nice yeah. and it describes yeah. uh, what is going on yeah but i think this consumerism uh, that we have been going through and i, I think kind of s- crash landed <coughs> 9/11 even though it kept on going mm. uh, is is dying and that's um, uh basically that is uh, stopping the whole plan uh of not making visible that we don't have money in the world anymore at all we only had debt you don't have any money because your economy well, your economy is based on circulation and it's not based on gold so uh whatever you are doing is a surplus of something that is already in minus even in norway Uh, yes and no, but this minus is in the end. It's just numbers people create. I mean, it. it and I that's mean, the situation that started in 1974 when Nixon decided that gold uh, should not be tied up to the dollar. But I, what I'm trying to say is that that's this insecurity that people feel because uh, things really never adds up, does it? Hmm. Hmm. Well, basically, if you have a, I mean, if you think about it, we all live in economies which need to grow, you know, and things can't grow forever you know it just doesn't work that way and so what what happens they you know they they have to make i mean uh, uh what you have now that they kind of start to to you know it's not like you know on the stock market that you kind of um, well i i'm going to say a lot of stupid things now because i'm not an expert obviously but I'll, i'm going to try and anyways. then i'm going to arrest you yeah, yeah that's fine yeah. that's fine citizen arrest yeah no but so You know, uh, no, the bro- idea. I'm gonna verbally arrest you uh, d- again ad- and again. The for idea. Three hours. I'm just kidding. Sorry, I had to. Uh, the idea of 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 uh, uh, you know, you have a company and you you put out stock so you can kind of fund whatever you're doing or you know can keep things flowing. Yeah. You know, is is valid, but but now of course they start to trade not only in kind of hey how is your company doing now, they're trading stuff how your company does in the future. Yeah, and then and it's then a new form of speculation. Yeah, and and this market is bigger than the other market, so they had to make create more money to make more profit. Yeah. So which is which is basically a bubble, you know? I mean, if you think about yeah, it. Yeah, we we knew that. I knew that when I was like five years old. Yeah, <laughs> but is, but we're this still is doing charade, it. You know, we are still doing when it. When I was five years old, I just had a whiskey and a cigarette on the porch in Italy and said, <laughs> "Fuck this, man, nature." No, nature. no, but it's. Uh, You know, we can we can destroy this conversation by talking about the economy, and you know the most pretentious, stupid things are artists that are trying to understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. as and, I said, I, and I was going to say decipher economy. You know, but I mean, just to to get to the bottom line, you. Know, I mean, we know it's rotten to the core, and and yeah, it's rotten to the core because because we have we are too many people on this planet. Nihilists will say, you know, and it's like yeah, and people, are, and it's like yeah, it's rotten to the core. But come on, how easy is it to control all? You know these movements, and 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 at least it's uh, under a certain kind of control. What I don't accept is that things are not fair. You know mm. that people see that it's not fair, mm. and people uh, are suffering, mm. and 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 uh, social benefits in one nation comes from war in another nation, mm. and then again when that war is over, 
you see that the social benefits weren't there at all. It was just uh, an on- ongoing illusion while the war was going on. Mm. And that's a psychological issue, is mm. that as long as there's a war going on, you don't notice your own existential suffering. Mm. You don't notice your own existential anxiety and the depression. Mm. So you take a break from it because, ah, the, the world is falling down anyway, so we can be artists, mm. uh, you know, uh, dealing with uh, abstract problems because mm. you know fuck the world and then yeah but you know I mean obviously you know if you're that that's why we're all addicted to the news you know to kind of I'm not addicted to the news I, I stopped reading the news since, since I was 17 I think so like an untied dog you don't seem to care no I don't I don't no I, I do care on a personal level I do care but you know if I if I'm bombarded and you're bombarded with all the misery of all the world and you kind of have to deal with that, you can't. You're not you're not bombarded by misery of the world by looking at the news. It's two dimensional. You have to smell it. Yeah, sure enough. Yeah. So, but you get an abstract representation of of you know like hey on the other side of the world it's bad, you know deal with it, you know and 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 which is which is fine if it's balanced with hey on the other side of the world they also do this well, which is I, really positive coming yeah. back from cambodia it was, uh, after six months which is uh, from the perspective of the news a horrible place mm. uh, i have to say i came back here and i thought this was a horrible place mm. i saw really what was lacking and what was missing and you know what it is it's not about you know this may sound hippie like and stuff like that but it's true facts of perception mm. from from my mind which is a working mind that that functions mm. and and I uh, looking at into people's eyes mm. there's a void an emptiness in uh, in December uh, that is it's not there mm. in in, in this extreme suffering mm. and uh, this has to be dealt with you know mm. I'm not gonna accept that people only have sparkle in their eyes when the sun is shining and then they put on fucking sunglasses so you can't even see them mm-hmm. so uh, th- that's what I'm interested in these days are people that get you know that you don't even see mm. uh, shut-ins you know people that stay inside their apartment and do- don't talk to anyone uh, in that are slowly deteriorating because they're not, not getting a phone call mm. because they don't exist because they're not on Facebook you know mm-hmm. Uh, these are the kind of minds that intrigues me. They are the examples of our generation, and I think they are also the novelists that will define our mm. uh, generation in the future. Mm. They will be the the writers um, that will be able to to penetrate the masquerade. Mm. Well, yeah, because so I don't. That's why I don't believe in the art world because I don't think the most important artists are in the art world. Mm. Yeah, you might be right. I I'm quite sure looking at art history that I'm mm. I'm right. Mm. Well, the, the the other thing this is will never change, man. Yeah. Van Gogh uh, thing, and I'm I'm not talking about the suffering of Van Gogh. That's not interesting. I'm talking about uh, him being non part of consensus society. Mm. And choosing so as well, his choice, and that's why Gauguin is so much more interesting than Van Gogh because he chose to not be part of the art world and the world, and 
and whatever and was Gogh, expected. Van Gogh was actually really trying, but he was just a bitter fuck who, who you know, who kind of yeah, was but too, he had an, too awkward to, to yeah, but know? he had a perception that was beyond what mm. anyone else saw, and when he realized that, I would have been fucking bitter too, you know. Mm. He, he, his, his, his eyes functioned the way that uh, when he looked at the world, it was like f- the same feeling like it would have been for you when you're on acid, you know, mm. but all the fucking time, of course you get, <laughs> you don't necessarily get strained from that, but you get strained from not getting on the, you know, not being understood. You know, it's the yeah. same with, uh, Robbie Fisher, you know, he had this extreme sensitivity in his yeah. body and that sensitivity made him into an extremely good, uh, chess player that could see and feel, mm. Uh, in the other play, what he was going to do next, mm. uh, but also see and feel and and uh, where he should go next, but also uh, be able to um, yeah to have this kind of extreme concentration to get rid of that kind of sens- sensitivity. Mm. But you know when he played the big game uh, in Iceland. Yeah. Uh, in Reykjavik, uh, he he couldn't deal with playing that game because of the video cameras. Yeah. And the chair was wrong. And everything was wrong. And the thing was that he has, had this kind of sensitivity. So that's, you know, that's not very interesting when it comes to Robbie Fisher. What's interesting about him is that he chose to stay away from society. This happened to Duchamp as well. This happened to Rambeau as well. This happened to Jim Morrison as well. Mm. This happened to... uh, This happens right now with John Mouse, you know. Who's John Mouse? No, he's the the shit, you know. What's he do? He's a musician and a philosopher. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he makes pop music and uh, and is doing philosophy. Mm. And it's just like it doesn't really uh, add add up, you know. So mm. it's not easy to make him, even though he should be n- the new Elvis. But maybe he mm. will be the Elvis of our time, or well, the, or the Dylan of our time, uh, in twenty years from now, or fifty, or even hundred, you know. Mm. And that's and I I'm quite sure because he's uh, for me it's like intellectually it's like the most interesting thing going on right now is John Mouse, mm. and I'm talking about all levels of society. Mm transcribing just an interview with him one hour interview is, is, would be the most interesting book to uh, yeah to reflect what is uh, what is going on in society right now where is, where is he from it's, a, it's complete engagement he's from the United States yeah. so you know but that's just an example and, and I'm not saying you know it's it's pathetic to to uh, leave society because you see that that method functions in art history or whatever you know that oh yeah i'll go into the role of the avant-garde and then yeah, and then he, just you know yeah. then that's that's pathetic you know if you do that consciously but if you do it as a reaction uh for the reason of boycotting uh a, a charade socialism for example mm. then then i completely understand it but i think a lot of artists are putting on that avant-garde mask mm. just to get those kind of social benefits will become more visible, mm. and which is the total opposite. Yeah, yeah but that that has that has maybe to do with some kind of sense of integrity or kind of knowing knowing who you are or lack of integrity yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. To create a myth, right? Yeah, yeah. To kind of uh, uh, to to choose uh, to choose a public persona or to to choose kind of oh you know, uh, um, I think it, you know 
but in the long run, I think it's really hard to keep that up, to keep up kind of... Kind you of you want, yeah, come not. on, you want it to be hard to keep up because you're not doing it yourself. Mm. Yeah, but, you know, like, like for example, uh, you know, as I said earlier, I couldn't be a rebel because I just, you know, it's not in my system. So, uh, yeah, although I really have an appreciation for the idea, but I can't just do it. And so if I would, I would, you know, try to kind of oppose everything and stuff, it wouldn't work. You know, I would kind of, you know, that would be a pose. As soon as it's a pose, it gets problematic, I think. Yeah, every time it becomes a pose for me, I just pull back and mm. I stay by myself. Mm. But when I'm angry, I get I'm pissed off. I'm really angry and I attack. Mm. So it don't make me angry, you know. Then everything is okay. It's the same with if if I see an artist that is doing something that uh, I would love to have done, yeah. I don't get envious. I'm just like, oh, fine, he's doing that job. I don't have to do it. Yeah, yeah. So so for me, uh, the ideal situation would be uh, to do nothing. Then everything is done by someone else. Then I can just ha- hang o- hang out in a world uh, I understand and appreciate, and I feel com- comfortable in. And maybe mm. that's you're right. You well, know, I'm ju- I'm I'm just using different words. Yeah, t- to go back to the thing, kind of to 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 do what you know is needed. You know, that comes down to that. That you kind of you see the society as as or you yourself. Yeah, you see yourself in society, and you see society, and you you or also maybe see yourself what is like. outside. Maybe you see that you are problematic. Uh, it's like I talked about with this writer, uh, this fictionist writer in IQ84, which I'm reading right now. But it's like it's funny to go back to Murakami because I read him when I was like 13, mm. and then it's like okay, he's like all over news and stuff. Like, I need to read it. I need to know who this big defining um, writer that I f- found because th- this passionate woman in t- Tottenham. Mm. Uh, gave you uh, the gave, book gave it because I wanted <laughs> something similar to Ian McEwan. It's like and. And then, uh, and then, uh, I read the Norwegian Wood, and then it's like he's, he's in the, in this book. It's quite banal, but it's quite quite interesting too. It's like he is bringing up the this this thing about um, a writer that doesn't write because he she wants to. She writes because uh, she needs to get the shit out of her system. Mm. Mm. She wants to get rid of those thoughts and those things, and she just puts it into the box of the entity of writing just because uh, she wants to, to get rid of it. And I think that's a more interesting way to write than, than to try to construct with a plan uh, a narrative. and da, 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 da. That's basically manipulation. Come on, get real. <laughs> poetry, well, poetry is based that you just don't give a fuck about the reader. Yeah. The, same, the, same, the same goes for, for art production as that, as that, you know, if you... you know, yeah, if you, uh, I mean, too often, too often you, uh, you make works for, for, you know, f- not for just a reason, because they need to be made. You know, you kind of made, oh, you have an exhibition, so of course you come up with some ideas and you work them out. And, and, and I've always, uh, you know, I, I, I love it, but I also have like a, 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 I say, my problems with it, kind of this, this idea that you kind of, uh, that you produce out of necessity, out of necessity, but not out of, you know, necessity of producing the work. You, you know what I mean? That you kind of produce because you have a show or you have a you have a platform to do it, uh, or either you're 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 an art school and you're kind of producing because that's what you're supposed to do there. Yeah, but we've been sharing studios. You see, I'm, I don't produce. Uh, you do produce now and again. Not really. Uh, uh, uh. Deconstruct. 
yeah, yeah. And then I yeah, showed yeah. leftovers. I guess. Yeah. No, but I think your 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 way of producing is at least different than mine, and you know, because I'm I'm a maker much more than yeah, you're constructive. But uh, but I always try to you know to, to 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 stay away from you know kind of following some kind of narrative or construct or concept in that sense. Yeah, I'm I'm interested in building up a concept. It's like the the basis of philosophy is basically to create the problem mm. and then uh, deconstruct the problem so mm. that you don't need the problem anymore. And then mm. you can say, why did you create the problem in the first place? Mm. Well, <laughs> to have something. T- to do <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah but that, because you know i don't watch television yeah. i can't watch television so I, I need something to do and if i i, I don't make anything or, or deconstruct anything uh, i'll just sit on facebook and check out what everybody else is uh, pretending to do <laughs> mm. so it's, it's like uh and then that's the catch-22 here it's like f- when you feel that you're unnecessary mm. uh before you transcend into the position that being unnecessary is the least harmful thing you can be mm. so it's it's uh before that you you will you will go through a kind of creative stress yep. uh, and that creative stress is it can generate a lot of uh, thoughts that uh, might seem relevant you know mm. but it's uh, you know can, it's like yeah, everybody's so afraid of the art myth and you know being pretentious but I can say like okay you know what it's, it's quite fulfilling to to carry a cross you know Yeah, hell yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's you know it's the same like as biking. It's like yeah, I'm gonna take a bike ride for the sake of it. You know, well, isn't it's not that exhausting. Very, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, it, it, no, but it's it's not very interesting to take a bike ride for for the enjoyment of it. What is interesting is to take the bike everywhere you go from A to B to do stuff. You know, mm. I want to meet that person on the other side of the city. It's 20 minus, and you know, and it's <laughs> ice everywhere. But I got these special tires, and I'm gonna go through it. You know, uh, uh, and then talking talking about this. Uh, I met this guy in Detroit, Hamilton Poe. Yeah. And uh, and I just heard a story about him where he he, he goes on bike everywhere. Yeah. He 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 doesn't have That a car. Changes you for sure. He d- and in Detroit, come on, this is this yeah. is like urban sprawl plus and kind of yeah. yeah. And so he he thought, oh, the weather is fine enough. And so he went on a bike ride, and it started snowing, and he just basically got really sick, so he had to get picked up. And yeah. and uh, I think it's uh, my brother it's takes you know he goes to the highest point, Grevsenkollen in, yeah. in in Norway. And rides down on ice in midwinter on a bike with yeah. a camera on his head, yeah, you know, just to get the feeling how fast he went afterwards because he doesn't notice it because he's so deep into it when yeah. he's on the bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's art f- to me. You know? mm. That's much more important well, than, than putting some uh, useless uh, objects in the gallery or framing some pictures. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, it, it's this kind of extreme uh, acts in life yeah. that that demands something beyond being human. Well, yeah, you know, like whenever I see a movie or whenever I see see some good art or, or read a good book, you know, the only thing it does with me, it, it, it whisper, whispers to me like, live, you know, live. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing it does. But what what is living, you know? Yeah, that, that's a fucking difficult question. You know, that, I don't get the answer, you know, with that question. But uh, yeah, people are like artists are so uh, deep into this. Uh, uh, what is uh, what is time and what is space? And then it's like, okay, uh, <laughs> who cares? Because without life, mm-hmm. uh, there's no one to look at time or space. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so you know, and, but it, people are not asking themselves what is life, and like that is fucking pretentious question. And then people are really getting deep into a kind of uh, uh, thought pattern uh, on the intellectual and creative level mm-hmm. uh, that is 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 uh, that can really stimulate uh, lack of empathy. Mm-hmm. 
because if you care about yourself in your own life you will reflect yourself in others in the sense that you will yeah, you're going to find out that you're part of a part of a bigger system you, you not system come on man we're not part of a system we're part of chaos uh, fair enough fair enough that's you know that's just kind of how you're trying to make a system out of the chaos but there's no system here it's chaos uh, yeah sure but but uh, uh don't let no, the, don't let the fisherman uh with his net define the fish let the fish define the fish or yeah, let the sea define the fish but that's the thing these things can happen on the s- at the same time in my opinion you know, it I does mean, happen you, you at the same time you have systems and you have chaos living next to next to each other and in in harmony or disharmony together mm. you know, that that's my 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 opinion at least and but um now i lost my thread yeah that's what i want yeah thank you <laughs> <laughs> No, no, but uh, um, yeah, but but I think yeah, I know what, what I want to say. You know, the kind of this. I don't think. I'm not playing a gamer. It's just so no, no. I, I don't worry. Don't worry. Uh, but uh, and you know what? A lot of the stuff that I say is wrong. I know that. Mm. I just want to say it. You know, I just want to say it to test how it feels to say it, and then I want to get a reaction. And if whatever you are saying is more right than me mm-hmm. then I'll walk out of this situation and in other situations as well more rich you yeah. know I, I, I'm the same way and but uh, uh, no I, I do agree I, I uh, but let, let's let's go back to the conversation anyways because I wanted to put something in because the question we can of, talk about talking for three hours yeah, yeah we <laughs> could do that no but uh, um, I really like this the, the, this philosopher Peter Sloterdijk yeah. and he has he has not the question who we are but more the question where we are and and i think i think that is uh, i thought a lot about this question uh, and and i think that's a more interesting question to kind of cuz in who you are is you know i mean that that's not so interesting in who end. you are who who you are you know who we who, who you know i so think so you're more interested in what you are the consequences of them I, i i find it more interesting to kind of uh, look okay where are you in relation to to other things other system other chaos other whatnot you know kind of because relating that, yeah, yeah what, what is your relation to 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 your reality and because that will define uh i think in a lot more ways who you are than kind of answering the question of who you are i never ask myself who who i am i know who i am i'm the same I'm the same dickhead that was uh, running around in uh, the valleys of Italy uh, uh, destroying things and, and building them up again mm. and making drawings and, and mm. uh, trashing them and my mother had to pick up the drawings mm. uh, you know to keep them for the future I didn't care when the drawing was done you burn it you know mm. or you make a paper plane and you throw it out of the mm. you know it's that's my nature that's, no, that, that's, that's what I'm how, saying how yeah. I want to function and now my gallerist is trying to pick up the drawings that I, I throw yeah. away or yeah. some collector or whatever and, and I don't give a damn yeah. it's no, about the moment you know yeah that, that's what I'm saying you know it's it's not not important who you are I, I don't I, I don't find that re- at least for myself I don't find it relevant who I am you know I because I you know I, I, I don't I don't have to pretend that, I, that I'm able to figure that out you know you who you are you know who you are it, I know I know how I how, well some parts I do yeah very well other parts I have no fucking clue you do Everybody does. No. Anyways, I don't think it's that interesting. No, because you know it. Yeah, and I think it's more interesting. What say, hey, you know is not interesting. You know who you are. Yeah, yeah. that's that's. I I really like that because I I, uh, 
you know, as soon as you kind of master something, as soon as you kind of know something, you know, go do something else, really. Go, go, go find new challenges. Go find, you know, expand. Or just sit down and do nothing. Yeah, that, well, if you, if you don't know how that, well, how, what that is, and if you kind of need that experience, yes, but otherwise, no. You know, I mean, if you, if that feels right, if, if you, um, you know, like, I had this, I had this moment in time. I was super stressed and, and I decided, okay, fuck it all. I just started to blocking all my thoughts in my head. You know, I just, I just literally said to my thoughts, okay, leave, leave go away. Mm-hmm. and it really felt as if the thoughts were trying to penetrate you know? yeah this happened to me uh, the other day on the bus I was sitting uh, besides an alcoholic you know that was the smelling of liquor the mm. snoring mm. and I realized I had no mind control mm. I was stressed about the situation I was comfortable in it I like alcoholics and mm. I, I I appreciate that people dare to snore mm. and, and you know even when his uh, head was falling on my shoulder it was like yeah this is cool this is an experience at least I'm mm. not sitting here with a lot of you know, Zombies. self-conscious, self-conscious wankers. You know, I was mm. someone's listening to this horrible hard rock metal shit that I hate anyway. Uh, on the other side of the bus, and I could hear it. You know, because he was destroying his ears with that. Yeah. I wasn't concerned for him if he's stupid and uh, let him lose his hearing, and then he doesn't have to listen to that shit. You know, um, but no. the thing is, what I uh, then I realized that my even though my consciousness and my mindset and and who I am, you know, what my integrity and what I build up, what I prefer or not, did not react to it, uh, my system did. Mm. And then what it did was that it created a lot of negative mm. uh, thoughts that just came kept on spinning through my head okay. and really telling me that I was this shithead, you know. Yeah. But then I came home to Norway and I walked from the city center all the way up to my parents' place uh, at like 6 and 7 in the morning and faced them and they were like wow you look great Mm. and I was like yeah I am great Mm. you know because I've been going through it and I think this that we're not willing to go through these things no but yeah yeah, because the thing is like if you really we never start so it will keep on going on forever right if you really think of kind of all the thoughts that enter your head how much really are your own thoughts yeah I mean and that's what I found out there is kind of that most vapid whispers yeah it's just resonance from all the stuff you know where we are you know, in what kind of you know, just mm-hmm. kind of what kind of uh, information enters our our brains. You know, that kind of that that create thought patterns that, that create emotional patterns, and you often just react to it because you're not conscious about it. So what? I, so I did. Uh, you know, I stopped all the thoughts, and after a while, I got so fucking peaceful. I managed to be peaceful for for a month, and then I had to give it up for for whatever reason. But uh, um, yeah, to go to go back to the thing, you know. You had to be you had to be engaged again, right? Well, no. the The problem was that nobody in my surrounding accepting me being peaceful, but I just thought I was a jerk because I was I was just smiling all the time because I was sincerely yeah. happy, you know. And they thought they couldn't. I I, I they thought you were blasé. Yeah, they th- they th- no. I literally disconnected because I didn't play this game of suffering. Oh yeah, I don't suffer at all these days. Hmm. Or my suffering is is. Uh, when I suffer, it's I. It's the same thing as sleeping, uh, eating, wanking, uh, taking a walk. It's mm. just like it's something I go through every day, mm. and I accept it. Mm. And I accept that since I'm not watching television, since I'm barely at the internet uh, these days, except for work, uh, not taking in all this bullshit, then my mind goes 
into kind of yeah it's an addiction mode as well right mm, yeah uh, if you're not addicted to substances or alcohol or uh, nicotine or uh, food or sex or love or art or whatever you'll your mind will just go bananas until it doesn't anymore and that's meditation for you you know mm. that's really learning meditation is that in the first phase of meditation and yoga you really have to deal with a lot of stress and pain because and you have to go through that you have to because you have been neglecting your body and mm. has been totally locked inside your fucking head and mm. you know what we feel that our mind is in our head mm. you know but yeah. if you lose your eyesight your eyes you know if you cut those strings off and you become blind mm. first of all you lose any perception mind like any picture gradually of seeing anything a visual image yeah. it it's impossible because we create images the old memories from the things we see mm. and regenerate and regenerate and regenerate mm. you know that's mm. how people's uh, faces fade if you don't see pictures on them yeah. uh, on facebook for example so remove facebook and people's faces will fade yeah. because facebook is gone uh, and now I think we have all these faces because of Facebook going like duk, 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 and we don't want to see these faces all the time no I, I have no, a, but pro- the, I, have a I just have to finish the point because you have to go through these things uh, with suffering and uh, recently I've had so many allergies so many limb pains stuff like that but you know what my body is healing and the reason for that is because I'm doing the meditation I'm mm. doing the work mm. I'm in the work and it's straining for my body mm. to get a consciousness again yeah. Because people are neglecting their body, sitting on a Mac every day, yeah, or, you, or you, bumping you, into all kind of things when they are stressing with with uh, uh, moving or into a new flat all the time, or or uh, whatever they're doing, or traveling. You know, it's very unhealthy to travel. It's not a good thing. Bullshit. Mm. Ah, you have to travel. Bullshit. It's not healthy to travel. Traveling is very bad for you. It's very stressful for your body to go on an airplane. Uh, it's very bad for you. And mm. you only notice that when you start doing meditation, when you start to take care of yourself, mm. how bad traveling, working, uh, and organizing, and all these things that society demands from us. Mm. Come on, get real. Of course, processed food is not good, but that's not where the problem lies. The problem lies in stress, and stress comes from all these natural, unnatural things that we have to go through to be able to fit take, into take breath, the system. Take a breath. <laughs> no, I don't need to, because I did take... Two hours of breath this morning. Yeah. No, I just. Uh, no, but um, we also look. We we yeah. We're we're on the same page here. We also look for. Uh, let's agree on agreeing then. Yeah. Let's let's agree. I love that. Now, but we we look. You know, I I hate myself for kind of. You don't hate yourself. Find, finding these distractions all the time. You know, and finding yeah. uh, finding. Yeah, like like one distraction I have nowadays. I play The Simpsons, which is a stupid game. It's like this on on this the tablet thing, The Simpsons. You build. It's like Sim City, and you kind of build things and have all the characters do stuff, and you earn money. And you can yeah. build more shit, and it's basically how our how our society functions. And it's I mean they're really smart, and so so that way I, I you know I kind the of Sims. The si- no, The Simpsons. You know, like The Simpsons, like the the cartoon. Yeah. Okay. Sounds interesting. <laughs> I always appreciate Bart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I didn't hear you. Oh yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. You know, it's super interesting. And and you know, they start out. Uh, don't play this stupid game. They literally say that. You know, it's a waste of time. Yeah, it's okay. It's meditation. Yeah. 
And uh, no, I, I learn a lot from it, but still it's, it's... You don't need to learn anything, but it's meditation. I still learn a lot from it. Doing pointless point, pointless things are medita- meditation. is good for you, man. Playing I, PlayStation is good for you. Watching a football game is good for you. Taking a long walk is good for you. Having sex is good for you. Sleeping is good for you. The, all these things are good for you as long as you don't feel like everything is so damn important all the time because that's not good for you. No, but that, that, that's what I'm saying. You know, it's, it's, you know, I engage with it because, you know, there's something which, you know, which I get an insight I, I, you know, I need. I really do need that insight, kind of how, how simple basically systems uh, also can work and, and, and kind of, you know, because you you save up you save up their things to buy other things and just kind of this I've always had a problem with saving and you know recently I started saving because yeah. I think not not because I want security but because I you know have saving certain, money you mean yeah, yeah. because I I want to realize certain dreams yeah you know, I want to one of my biggest dreams is to build a house and for a house you need some kind of property yeah. so you know let's uh, let's save for that that's a you know, yeah we talked about this this utopian and in you know in your spine. You are, to a certain degree, an architect too, you know, and mm. uh, and uh, and a designer and mm. uh, and an artist at the same time, which I respect to being multiple things. Uh, I'm a writer, an artist, and a and a filmmaker and a photographer, mm. you know, and and a gallerist as well. Mm. Uh, but m- most of all, I'm a human being. Mm. Yeah, but that, that I mean, we talked earlier about about kind of you know we but we I think we both we desire to to not have to be anything, and uh, and, uh, and the problem. And and what you we what we a both very interesting example about one of your friends. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, I'll 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 tell that. Uh, You're getting to that. Yeah. But uh, can I just comment on uh, one thing before? Keep that thought. I think I lost it. No, I'll get it back. Don't worry. No, we talked about this thing about nothing having function. Okay, so just keep that thought. Yeah. Too, too, and I just yeah. want to say more than your mind is getting damaged by uh, doing the Simpson game. I think what is damaging you. Uh, on a chronic level, if you continue those kind of habits, is smashing your fingers on a glass plate, mm. because that's unhealthy for your nervous system. Get my drift? Yeah, it might be right. Uh, it, it must be right. It cannot be healthy to smash your fingers on a glass plate. Yeah, uh, maybe. And you can just ask doctors how m- how carpal tunnel syndrome which is a very, very serious disease, um, has increased the last 10 years because these devices has been uh, created. Uh, but the other, the other question, uh, well, these, then you get into statistics, which is quite complicated, I think, because, I mean, increase, you know, first there were like two in a million and now there's four in a million, that's an increase. No, we're talking about hundreds. That's, you know, on a, a level. Thousands. Thousands on a on a number of, of I'm, to- I'm talking billions. about massive, massive. It's like cancer after Chernobyl in Russia. Mm. Yeah, and this is serious. Yeah. This is serious. It's also very serious that uh, companies are making products that are not ergonomically good to use for the body. Mm. That the, the designers are making products not based on how the hand functions and how the body functions, but how the eye functions. Mm. You know, if you create a bike that gives you back problems, that's serious. It changes your life, man. Yeah, or a a chair that gives you back problems. Yes. So, first of all, let's make things, and then we can talk about art in that sense, Mm. that doesn't hurt people, Mm. you know? Let's at least make things that doesn't damage people. Mm. 
That's the first priority. And from that basis, let's create beautiful things. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I full heartedly agree. And that's that's one reason why I, for example, got into designing stuff. Because mm. I, I, you know, everything I could afford at the time, I didn't like. I hated it. I thought it was crap. You know, it wasn't... So, so, but I also thought, you know, if I have this negative thought about these things, you know, I should at least give it a try and try to do better, you know, and try to kind of... Good simulation, no? Yeah, try to, you know, because if, if, if I'm not able to make anything better, if I create the same crap as, as ever, ever, you know, as what I kind of uh, criticize, you know, I should shut the fuck up. You know, or kind of, I don't know, I, you know, then take the consequences, whatever that is. But to go back to, to trying, trying to, to, you know, to be, to not have to be anything, you know. So don't have to call yourself an artist. Don't have to call yourself a designer. Don't have to so call yourself a writer or anything. Don't you know? need to read your name in the newspaper. Yeah, don't, don't, you know. And I think one reason why, why, and and you know, you do so many things. I do so many things. But I think we're we're. I think this is also a trend that people. I don't do many things though. No, I create the illusion that I do many. Well, things. that that's the same thing. In my eyes, it's the same thing. It has not the same consequence or implications, but you know, in 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 this in this train of thought, it's the same thing. Because what you do is you kind of you know, you because the reason why we have to define ourselves is because uh, um, somehow there's these expectation patterns which we are sensible to, and we kind of try to fulfill it. And also, kind of if you're if you're an artist and you're you're only doing science, you know, you're you might not be able, uh, you know, that that. Well, that would actually be interesting. But what what would be interesting? If you're if you're an artist and just do does science, or you're an artist and you're you're basically, you know, you basically uh, cut hair. Okay, know? yeah. Let's uh, yeah. come on. What 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 am I doing? Mm. What am I? What am I? Well, if uh, you, if you should guess, like if you could just create, the, what am I in essence? What am I? What would you think? What would you imagine? I think I said it once to you. You're a path maker. Yeah, but that's a spiritual reading. I'm a photographer. Full blood pho- photographer. I see. So I'm a videographer. Video means to see. Mm. Art means to do. I don't do. I see. Mm. The well, act of doing, I hate. I hate doing yeah. stuff. What, what do you think I am then? On that level. Um, a doser. <laughs> What do you mean by that? No, it's it's uh, Norwegians would take it. Yeah. No, you build things. So I I want to answer that question wrong. You're a builder. Yeah, because I I would define myself as a painter. Woohoo! So are we talking about what we want to be now? No, no, no. Because I don't want to be a painter. I d- decided not to be a painter. Yeah. The, 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 no, when you know. I already had decided I want to kind of, you know, how it is in art school. You go through your di- to the different kind of fields, and we had like four, three or four fields. Like we had painting and other media, uh, sculpture and other media, and we had ceramics and other media. I didn't take any of the courses. No, no, but it it wasn't. It was super free. So it wasn't. I mean, you could do whatever they, you could paint in the sculpture things, but the people who painted in the sculpture department painted differently than the people in the painting department. Yeah, maybe anyway. more interesting. Well, well. Uh, yeah, well, that that depends. That depends on the person. You know, that really depends. Yeah, but on the have person. you have you heard about this museum of bad art? It has to be really, really bad to get in, uh, in there. 
and you can't try it. You can't try try to make bad art, they say, because yeah. they recognize it immediately. Yeah. But I saw the pieces that the Museum of Bad Art has, and to me, to be honest, this uh, rebellious uh, uh, groups in uh, in Oslo, that's exactly what they want. Yeah, to create bad art, and what kind of bad are we talking about then? Yeah. Michael Jackson bad, or are we talking about? You know, bad as in in wanting harm, or are we talking about bad as in wanting things to not be correct? Mm. I don't have the answer for that. So, but yeah, you're a painter, huh? Yeah. No. So so yeah. What what happened? You know, I uh, the first year, you know, you had in the Netherlands, you have like this basically what you have here with the project school or something like, like this preschool thing. Yeah. You have that integrated in in the academy so first year is kind of open and after that you choose if you go into the design direction or you go into the art direction and often from the start you kind of you know head out with with one one direction so my direction i wanted to do sculpture and other media because then i could do whatever that i thought that was the freest that that's why i chose it but then then i got this concussion i was out over two months uh, and then i came back and so i missed like a big painting course and then i started painting and and you know this teacher was you know, he's, he's one of these grumpy guys. I mean, a good teacher, but it was a bit of grumpy guys. And I, I always had a feeling he didn't like me, you know. But that was just his, uh, you know, I realized now that was just his attitude. It had nothing to do with me. It was just a fucking alpha male. Ignore yeah. him. No, but the funny thing was just before uh, he, he came to me uh, personally and asked, hey, which department are you going to do? And I, I really th- I really thought I suck at, sucked at paintings. And he said, oh, well, oh, no. Because he... he in a certain sense, he hoped I would try the painting because he, you know, he actually liked what I did, and that was kind of a. Um, and I thought about that a long time, you know, to go back to where I think I'm a painter, because uh, I started out, you know, I mean, my entrance into art was, well, no, it's 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 both, but but I, yeah. The way I, cause, cause when I do installations or collage or things, it's always about 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 light and atmospheres in a certain sense it's about kind of almost like a poetic poetic situation where you find yourself in and which which becomes physical so it's poetry you deal with uh, that too yeah. Mm. yeah but you know everything has poetry and that's what i love about poetry it's so powerful mm. that's why rambo is much more expensive you just one page of rambo mm. the original the handwritten bullshit is more valuable than any Gauguin or Picasso mm. or Duchamp even mm. and and the reason is that poetry is in everything and art is just in art yeah yeah no but you can stop there now but to go back to the um, to the uh, you know trying to trying to get rid of your labels you know as a because mm-hmm. as what you know what I would I would love to do is just exist you know can wake up and say, "Hey, what are we gonna do today?" Unemployed. <laughs> oh, that. Um, yeah. Well, I just I just applied for a job, so you know. But uh, I'm a, I'm unemployed for the first time in my life now. Yeah. Practically, it's pathetic, <laughs> but spiritually, it's it's uh, very very. It's cool, and it's also cool to have some real strain going on. Yeah. And the the good thing is you you know, you engage with us as much as you can because it's a temporary state. Yeah. as is everything but I mean I've even you know what you said like ex- earlier like experience experience thing is is quite important also the kind of these the, 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 the you know the, the your pain and suffering and stuff like that if you engage with if you work work with it 
you get so much more out of it. You know yeah, let's just say it like that. You have stomach ache and you, you walk around with it. You know, but listen to me. It's like you, you you have stomach problems and you walk around with it for a year. You know, you go to the doctor, he doesn't find anything. Da, 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 da. Mm. Uh, you don't go to the doctor and you just deal with it. And, you know, don't understand. Why Why is this going on? And then s- someone is like, I stress. Mm. You know, you just need to take some time off. And then it's like, okay, you take some time off. <laughs> and then you go to your cabin for three weeks, you know? And then, ah, oh, fuck, I'm not stressed anymore. My stomach aching is gone. And you thought, ah, oh, he was right. It was stress. You go back to society, it happens again. It's like, wow. It's, so it's society, something wrong. And then you realize, it's like, okay, the only reason why I have stomach problems is because I hang around with people all the time and I'm scared of farting in public. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You get it? Yeah. I get yeah sometimes to- it's that simple. But, but, I mean, why are you scared to fart? I mean, the, the question goes on. It doesn't stop there, you know? Because, I mean, why are you scared to fart in public? You know, and if you feel the need to fart, you can go in a separate room, fart your ass off and come back. You know, I mean, there's there's several solutions to... to but maybe to you're afraid problem. that the smell will s- stick to your pants, you know? And then you start you to get all this kind of stress. You take with an but extra no, no, pair of I'm... pants and you burn them, uh, you burn <laughs> them after uh, you farted, did, you know? Why did I start talking about that? Uh, uh, there was a reason for that. One, uh, I lost my thought, which is not very charming to lose your ta- thoughts all the time. At least when you talk in a context like this. But, yeah. uh, but I'm saying that a very very small problem might turn into this kind of uh, psychological yeah. bullshit wishwash. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There might be like a. It's like oh, I don't know. It's like a friend of mine. He said like I had I had like, uh, what do you really want to do? And I'm just like I I want to write. Mm. You know I want to write. I want to write a book. And then he's like, yeah, so do it then. I was like, no, I have a writer's block and I haven't figured out. Da, 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 da. And then, and uh, you know, all this, and it's pre- it sounds pretentious because it is pretentious to going through those kind of creative crises. Uh, and I'm, I have so many. Well, that that comes back, you know, you, you take the things to, to... No, but you know what he said? Hmm? Sit down and write one page every day. Hmm. And then Jack London style. Yeah, but just sit down. Yeah, Jack London style. It's like so many writers would tell that you write sit a thousand down. pages a day or a thousand thousand words a day yeah. or whatever. Make and make yourself a put it one. in a stack, but do that fucking page every day. And yeah. when that's done, you will have seven hundred pages, which is too much for a book. Yeah. Then go through it, and that, then at least you have some material to work with, and and you'll see if you're shit or not. Yeah. But before that you would just be postponing uh, the idea of doing, you know? The, s- the same goes for art but production. But, you know, you know writing an hour a day will not damage you. No. You cannot, no. Nothing wrong can happen to it, except that you'll figure out that you're bad at writing. And that that's where you have the core, you know, because, I mean, that, that, that comes with, with anyone, anyone who creates, you know, you're, I think the biggest fear of any artist is to kind of be, post, you know, be, I say, be... Um, uh, you know that you're that you're being exposed as a sham artist, or that you're exposed as like, hey, you're not an artist. You're just, you know, right, I explained okay. it wrong, but you you know you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah, okay, now. and then I'm I'm just gonna say it. You know, uh, if anybody has bothered to listen and uh, to this conversation until we got to this point, I am a sham artist. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be a sham artist all this time, but just because I'm a sham artist doesn't mean that I don't have anything to say. Mm. It does not mean that uh, you can neglect my work. Mm. It does not mean that 
that I don't have a position in the world. No, the the difference is that you kind of, well, you you accept your your fear or your your or your your I say your your untruth. What? Well, yeah, and I and I also accept that I will not change the world mm. because eight billion people are every day changing the world mm. and i'm not going to proclaim that i'm not going to do it any more than any other individual in the, in the in the world and you know what that thought makes you feel stronger not weaker yeah, I because agree. when i'm weak i'm strong and the thing is that when i'm small i'm big because i'm big in myself mm. because i don't need to take up more space than my body takes mm. up in the world on this mm. planet mm. Then you can be honest, and that light shines on others, yeah. and they feel the same. Yeah. It's it's so liberating, you know, if people if if people take an honest stance, you know, if they, they if everybody would, it would be liberating. But no, I think if if. But I'm not saying that everybody's not. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's fair enough. But you know, I, st I still, and and you're probably wrong on some parts and right on others. You know, that's that's really irrelevant if you're. Yeah, I mean, that's time. that's really irrelevant, you know. But, yeah. but uh, um, you know, I think I think to kind of be able to admit to yourself, and but also, you know, on a public thing like this, to kind of kind of admit that you know, well, I try it this way, and you know, it works out sometimes for me, it doesn't, and 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 you know, I don't claim that this this is it. You know? Okay, look, yeah, since we brought it up in the card on the way down here. Uh, you need to talk about Moses. Which Moses? Terence Malick and Tree of Life. You just saw oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, th I thought I, I saw it, and and the other thing which was quite interesting, I I read a review about it in before I saw it. No, 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 on <laughs> on Pirate Bay or something. You know the people that write in art forum are fucking wankers. <laughs> I don't know them. I don't know them, so I'm not gonna say anything about that. Not because I. I, but I, seriously, I never read art form. Oh, they're wankers. You know, I think I think uh, uh, you know that it has its place. But all art magazines are more it for has people. The, it has its place in the fireplace. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, for example. Uh, but do you want to do you want to hear this review? It's really, I mean, yeah. no, I made it's actually really bad. It's a, it's a I I saved it not because I thought it was a great review, but I thought I thought it was fun because I was reading it on on this pirate bay thing somebody react you know you have got always these discussions on there and yeah. and so somebody took the effort to 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 make like a really that's the best effort when you're nobody and you decide to write something on the internet it's so much more respectful than writing in fucking art form pretentious uh, the, yeah well it can be pretentious on these other spaces too but yeah I, but that's at least it's a real pret uh, pretension not trying to hide your pretension while you're being pretentious well, I can't find it. Being pretentious is basically talking about what you don't know. Yeah. Which is also kind of okay, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's funny to listen to at least. <laughs> or read, you know, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> yeah. that's, that's nice. Well, I can't, I can't find what I... Like Spring Breakers, this movie, I haven't seen it, but you know, the way people talk about it, it seems like Harmony Corinne really... Nailed something. I I I I think it looks totally irrelevant, but it's it seems like people are, you know, I can see the kid and kid in their face. 
yeah. uh, when they've seen it. They're like, oh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and it's it's good that things like this happens. But that, that's what I want to say about Terrence Malick. It's just so funny to to listen to people that hate it and people that love it, yeah, and nothing in between. Yeah. Well, no, this this guy actually. This guy actually did a bit of both. He made like he he basically showed how smart he was himself. You yeah. know, I mean, like art form. Yeah. yeah. So as I said, you know, you can be pretentious on these kind of forums as well. No, but it's uh, you should be afraid of of uh, being in between, embracing something and uh, bashing something. You know. Mm. Yeah, yeah I agree. but no, I I thought I, I thought it was an interesting interesting movie. You know, like uh, it's video art. Yeah, in the cinema, disguised as kitsch. Yeah, I mean, just kind of Hubble Hubble images of the universe. And well, it's made by the guy that made the effects in two thousand one Space Odyssey. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were super pretty and super. It reminded me also a bit of like the I say the. Is Planet Earth? No, it reminded me of Requiem for a Dream. Not not story wise, but but kind of this psych psychological yeah. way of of putting images in. I never thought about that. Because these 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 universe things they freak me out. What universe? The universe pictures, you know, of kind of oh, yeah. uh, it's the gas clouds from, and, and you know what? Like it makes me feel so small. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? That makes me feel so safe. No, it, it doesn't make me feel small. I, you know, like I, I like to kind of lose, but but it, so it, it doesn't make you feel small. N- no, no, no. It really makes me feel small. Huh. But let's not talk about feelings here. Because no, then people will get provocated, you know. We're in Norway. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, there's no feelings here. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. You know what? I find that very, very annoying. Yeah. Emotions and feelings that people get so stressed out by artists and creative people that are going through emotional turmoil and are exposing it, and then they get bashed. Yeah. It seems like a method yeah, you, to you keep them in that emotional trap forever. It's mm. really, really pathetic. Yeah. But you, you've been more in this trashing corner of the art world than me. I, I, I yeah, I've been, been exposed attacked, to that. Uh, yeah, yeah. One of the most attacked artists in uh, in uh, in the Norwegian art world. Let's call it art society yeah. or yeah. pretending to be a society because it, they don't have a common common fundament. It's competition based. Yeah. No, but but as I said before, you know, you're a path maker. You're kind of exposing things which you know which. Which give other people the opportunity to to walk on that path without without get, you know getting the same bashing as you do. I'm a scout and a messenger, mm. but then okay, if that so. makes me a pathmaker, fine. But um, I don't feel any responsibility. I just do what I do and I expose what I find, and that's it. Yeah, that's if that's too much for you, fuck off. Yeah. No, but uh, you, you know, whenever whenever anyone it, you know whenever anyone bashes or anyone if if anyone says something negative it's mostly relates to yourself you know or yeah. in my experience you know if you if you because you're gonna you know you're you're confronted with a weakness in within yourself because otherwise it's not a, you know it it tends not to be an issue because you don't get upset about everything you know so you can live with one one thing but you can't with another you know why is it it's not because of this person it's because of you how do you feel about minimalism um i uh I uh, uh, what was uh, Bjarne Melgar's quote? Like I blame no oh, no I blame Donald Judd for my eating disorder or something like that. He eating wrote on one of it, uh, something like that yeah. on his on his one of his installations. Uh, I love that <laughs> uh, on minimalism. I I don't have. Uh, and Hishorn says, uh, being political 
is to I, I don't know exactly what it was I'm gonna misquote him but to deny the self and to deny negativity mm. minimalism I don't I don't know it depends on the context the place the person the they ismified it that's the problem they made it into um, dog dogma rule. Well, the, the good thing now with with all these isms, there you know we're allowed to do them all at the same time because we're shifting schisms. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, instead of creating isms. Yeah. So we, you know, it's. I don't think. I don't think it's that big a problem because it's not the dominating. It's a method. Anymore. Come on, people need to get real. It's a method. Like expressionism is just a method, mm. and if we you use that method, you it can lead to really constructive things and destructive things. Mm. And but you're just going for a path. The thing is, why don't we let all these things gather, you know, and and happen at the same time? Why 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 can't we be positive and negative at the same time? You know. Uh, why can't we be uh, expressionists and minimalists at the same time? You know, based on how we, the day is, you know. But why can't we? We can. Well. Because my mother always told me, if you think you can, you can. Uh-huh. But the thing is that you can. But you will not get the opportunities in society because you're not able, and now you're back to be labeled. You're not able to be labeled. Yeah. Collectors will not touch your stuff. If you are creating something one day and then the total opposite three days later because they cannot see consistency. And consistency is what they want to see because that's how you keep a job in the rest but of wha- society. Why do you need collectors? Why do you need... You know, I mean, it, of course, it's nice. nice Come on. Per- no, no, I, <laughs> why do you need money? It, it sounds like a stupid, stupid, you know, stupid... It's a very, st- it's a very stupid question. But no, but listen to me. You know, it's, it's. I, you know, I'm yeah. perfectly aware of that. But the, the reason why, I, of course, the money and the prestige and all those things. But yeah. they're all, you know, they're not about the art. You know, in the end, in the end, um, that's secondary. And 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 if you put too much weight on the secondary, you know, yeah, you you you'll make decisions that you kind of, you know, have some kind of consistency, so you keep selling or i mean this is a problem with a lot of artists kind of who get successful in a certain phase in their life and you know the only thing that is in demand is that style they just did at that per- at a certain time yeah, so it's they very, it's a very cliche conversation to have though yeah of course but let's get through it then we have it done yeah okay you know and and uh, um i hope nobody's listening and not yet you know not yet <laughs> but you know I'll, i'll get you on another time so then you know we'll uh we'll wash this away with the next conversation But you want to talk about this, right? Yeah, well, you know, um, uh, you know, so so you get you get locked in into this style and this thing because it sells and because you have the success. Your your success depends on it, and that doesn't mean you can cannot change it. But if you change, you have to be you know strategic about it. You kind of change it over a longer period of time, so, so you kind of you you take him along the steps. You don't kind of throw him like from one in the other, but you kind of take him along the steps. Mm-hmm. So, so strategy then. Yeah, in a certain sense, it comes down to that, not to not to kind of oh, I can't do this. It comes kind of it, you know if you think it's important, if you think these collectors and whatever institutions are important. Of course, there are people know? in in those institutions, and uh, and these people has feelings and and 
and a job to do in the months and and, yeah. and it's not about making what they 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 need or whatever but it's really basically that you have you should have respect for the people that you go into collaboration with yeah or just yeah. keep your stuff in your studio and that's yeah. also very th- that's that's you know, i I'm feel much better about making something and just putting into uh uh you know into a box uh, in the attic but you know i haven't made anything that is that good and yet <laughs> That deserves that kind of context. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, no, but... Uh, so I, I just put it into this container you call uh, institutions or galleries because if I would make something that is transcendental, you know, then I would really preserve it. Yeah. And it doesn't get preserved when it gets exposed. And when you expose a piece, you destroy it. Yeah. No, I, I will see, like, whatever expo- whatever platform you're, you're, you're in, I, I will see that as, like, that's the, the end phase of the art. You know, that's kind of the... Death. The the residue, the death. Yeah. Well, the death is one way of putting it, but it's it's not only death. Cause yeah, come on, death creates a new life. It's it's, it's just the next yeah, step, but so. it's not only death for because for other persons it can be a seed for new life. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, and but we, of course for yourself it's kind of a. It's only when the parents die the kid will be able to live his own life fully. It's a sad thing when a parent dies, but that's when it starts to happen. That's when you really, really are faced with reality as yourself and not as a consequence of someone else so you shouldn't strive for that of course it's sad you should never talk about it even you shouldn't talk about that uh in that sense the the body death because you there will always be a taint taint of lie in it Mm. because who who will anyway know anything about such matters huh death talking about death it's the most pretentious pretend pretentious thing you can do because you don't know shit about it hell yeah yeah, hell. We can. T- a lot of people knows a lot about hell, but not death. <laughs> well, they they make up a lot of things about hell. They don't know. Well, I think hell is on earth. You think that's just a misunderstanding, that we're talking about hell, on on uh, uh, in some other place. I think hell is a state of mind. It's a is a place you are. It's in uh, it's in Somalia, but it's also somewhere in Gurududan. Someone is sitting in a living hell. What one of my favorite books. And if you die in that state, then and if you say that you have an uh, eternal kind of uh consciousness, then that's staying in hell for a real life. I um one of my favorite it's books Eternal Hell. <laughs> one of my favorite books is is, is by a Dutch author, AFT van der Heiden. Mm-hmm. And he had like the life in one day. And basically so so what you have life is like you live. You have one day to live. So you mm. you get born in the morning, uh, you know. You grow up uh, in the afternoon, and you know in the in the late afternoon you kind of procreate, and then you know you go y- you raise your kid in the uh, you know early evening, oh, and then yeah. yeah, and then you die. And and so yeah, it's the, like the metaphor. But that, that's you may create that God created the world in seven days. Yeah, it's yeah, obviously. It's just, and and but it doesn't end there. So you know, this this couple meets each other, and they you know they get such strong feelings that they want to keep keep on rocking. And and uh, so, but if you die, you basically you know you you almost you know you you live in a flash, and you go and you're gone. Yeah, but and it's the, like the other the other side is you basically go to earthly life where that's you can, funny. and that's and that 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 is explained as hell. It's you a know, concept, kind of, conceptual novel. Yeah. It's a bit like Family Guy, you know, the cartoon. Mm-hmm. It's like they sit in Amsterdam smoking uh, weed, the dog and the baby. Yeah, and then uh, they get, they get like into this conversation, and then um, 
Steve is saying like, the only reason why we die is because we accept it as an inevitability. <laughs> and it's just like, you nail it, man. Get stoned and talk about death, you know? How many artists do you have getting stoned and talking about death and and sex, you know? It's the last thing you want to do when you get stoned is to have sex. Mm. And, uh, and suddenly you kind of connect to death because you're taking some drug that is making you feel more dead. It's like, get grow up. Grow up. Grow the fuck up. And growing up is not getting a car in a garage and stuff like that. Grow up. Grow up in the sense that, you know, have some fucking fun, you know? Mm. That's growing up. Yeah. Have some fun. Yeah. I agree. Be mischievous. Or I don't know how you say it. I, uh, fuck, I, I should learn English. How long have you been talking now? Uh, I don't know. An hour and a half, something maybe. Okay, we, have, we need to get really tired of this conversation. I don't even know what. Yeah, we have we have about an hour or more before yeah, we have to leave. That's good, because I like to talk to you. We had a long conversation, you know. This is just the end of it, and then we can start a new one. It's the death of our long conversation, yes, and yes. we're recording it, right? Yeah. Yeah, sharing a studio, and it's been interesting watching you. Uh, like it has been interesting for you watching me, I guess. Mm. And uh, it's quite unlikely that we are in the situations that we are in right now. It's really nice because you know we. I mean. We shared two years of studio at the no, just one, but it seemed like no. The, the second yeah, but the I second year to, you you. I moved up to Drammensvein. Yeah, that's yeah, right. That's right. But you, I think we started out there, but then it was three people. Yeah. You yeah you you maybe like the first couple of weeks you were in it. That's why I kind of think it was so. So one year we we yeah, we we shared a studio. Mm. And I know. How and I left a lot of my stuff in your studio, I guess, or yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I always do that. Yeah. And uh, no, but that was really nice because it was really nice to have like a different presence, uh, you know. Uh, they did that on purpose, you know that. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. And they're playing it smart. Yeah. But that was a nice studio. You know, I know how I kind of annoyed you with the n- things I wrote on the blackboard. Yeah, because I found it. Maybe I was just envious no. at the time. You, yeah, well, I don't, re- I don't remember what I wrote, and I don't remember what your reaction was, but I, I remember that there was writing and reactions. Yeah, I was writing uh, notes all the time and throwing them away, you know. And then I felt like you were kind of, in a way, like ten percent of you was writing it for me to see mm-hmm. when I came in the evening or whatever, and and I was so occupied with my own shit, so I didn't need your. Uh, transcendental ex- everyday experience <laughs> in my fucking face you know yeah. but I was in a shit place you know and I've been for many years mm. my nails are you know um, yeah I've been going through a hard time <laughs> it's been tough uh, it's yeah, you've been tw- it's not it's not been okay and but I can then I can talk about that you know mm and that that will help people that has been or will be in the same situation and and uh, and I'm glad mm. now about having that it's an extra muscle it's yeah if you if you manage to go through it because I'm through it yeah but the, yeah I I believe so but uh, not on a practical level but on a mental level mm. no but that's that's where it's so the same same for me I mean the last three years were super tough on me too mm. you know because yeah I, I saw that I mean when it, before I went to LA I saw that 
Yeah. I was and not envious of you, uh, of you then, but no, even I though imagine. I think the drama that happened in my life, which and in my head was bigger in a sense, you know, yeah, that yeah. because I I knew that I was losing everything, yeah. that I that I was building my life upon, and you weren't. Yeah, well, you were building with we, with me. It was the opposite. Yeah, I, I was gaining, and yeah. and that freaked me out. Yeah. And but but now like like recently I made some some some, I say yeah, I almost can say drastic uh, drastic. Uh, decisions you know i want to i want to stop making furnitures or i'm gonna stop making furnitures after summer i'm gonna finish the project i'm working on and then i'm not gonna do it anymore Mm. at least not forever but at least for the next couple years i i i don't i don't feel it so uh, and that and as soon and uh and one thing i really want to do is this podcast and as soon as i started a podcast everything started to shift Mm. because you know the last two years i've been i've been been working on changing my production method you know and out of not out of necessity but out of choice because i wanted to re, you know kind of find out if it's possible that you can change by choice not by necessity yeah you know because if that's the possibility there's hope in what in everything oh because then you know then then at least to a large extent we're capable of creating our own, own reality and and but what I found out, you know, as soon as you want to change one thing, you have to change everything, and that means really everything. Kind yeah. of, you know, because everything you, is everything, and everything is. It everything. is. It is all. Conne- it is all connected practically, and and because mm. and, the reason why I produced as I did, and you know, which is often kind of very intense, short periods of mm. time. I mean, a long, long kind of a preparation time, but the actual production was just kind of mm. you throw it out in one two month, and and that's it. You know. Yeah. And and which which has its energy and its value and its its expression method, but it also has its limitation, especially if you go into complexity, because hmm. you know for complexity you you need more layers, you need more complex layers and and stuff like that. And and hmm. you're looking for complexity. I, I love complexity. Okay, because I'm doing the opposite. I'm looking for sublimity. Hmm. I've been dealing with complexity, but I'm throwing it out of the window. That hmm. doesn't mean I'm looking. At minimalism or looking for minimalism I did for a while mm. but it was only you know to be able to to ne- take next shift and that was the sublime yeah. and I I'm, I'm just starting so I'm a kid in this field mm. but you know it was always in me mm. this sublime feeling mm. and I get it all the time you know but there's all these kind of disturbances inside of it mm. that destroys and, and, it and that's the that's the interesting thing that happened now also you know if you talk about disturbance because i you know for the last 3 years i had a lot of obstacles i put in my own path because i needed to work through a couple of things and as soon as you make these decisions you know and and you start you know implementing like yeah. the podcast you know like this gallery i'm now starting as mm. well you know uh, uh, the energy changes and all of a sudden you know all this kind of suffering or kind of uh, hard work uh, starts to make sense, you know, because I, I needed to go through through these years. You know, also building up my family. You know, getting a getting an apartment. You know, getting a job. You know, and so I invested two years into getting this job now for what I applied. You know, and and uh, uh, and next to that, working doing all these furniture products to kind of actually make it happen. You know, but so there's no time for reflection. There's no time for for you know okay, to I'm calm yeah, down yeah really okay yeah and so I've so been now looking, I'm 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 basically I'm on the metaphysical level mm. uh, so what I did was that I uh, cut all the strings that I noticed was wearing me down socially and um, practically 
so I built down my career. Mm. Then I got rid of everything I own, and I don't know where it is right now. Mm. I just put it in my parents' place, and I don't know what they did to it. You know, my, my whole art collection might be gone, even mm. your piece. You know, mm. and if so, I give the responsibility to someone else. Mm. All the negatives I did before I started art school, with the most beautiful pictures I've taken, mm. is in that. Mm. You know, so I put whatever one you know gave to me or bought for me into these things, mm. and then. Some of it, some pieces, I think maybe yours as well. I hope so. Mm. I gave to people to keep. Yeah. And and then now I, whatever I have is inside yeah. my red bag. Yeah. And and that's not like a constant thing, but I know I need to go through the, that phase. Yeah, you you, of, you of, of, of expand and contract. Yeah. The last the thing that yeah. got stolen, yeah. uh, you know, was my camera. Yeah. And then, wow, shit, I don't even have the tool that defines me, which is, has always been the camera, yeah. you know. And and now it's, it's this white T-shirt and, it, and this 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 rough wallet. You know, if yeah. I would ever think about it, I would w- buy a new wallet. Uh, yeah. When I w- walked past that shop that could sell it to me, but I always forget. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So it's it's by coincidence. Yeah, coincidental design. Because yeah, it's not completely coincidence. Cause no, yeah. but the the thing is that if you take you like. You have so many levels of minimalism, mm. and the thing is, uh, minimalism can also it doesn't need to be a doctrine. It can be a stage in your life, mm. and that's the stage I'm in. Mm. But I I would never let minimalism uh, <laughs> define me. You know, it's like when I live like this. You know, yeah. uh, in in a bag and and just cruising around. You know, uh, first of all, it's really unhealthy. I noticed that. Mm. Um, but it's rewarding in health as well mm. because the times you get when you uh, can take you care of yourself you really fucking do you know and I stopped drinking for example yeah. um, and, and and you don't have to carry all this physical stuff around I mean yeah. I mean, we're sitting in my studio here yeah. and it's packed with shit I love that though it's really packed and the reason why I love it and I don't get disturbed by it and I feel comfortable in it mm. is because I don't have to deal with it mm. Mm. But I would love to share a studio with you at this moment. I would sit there and write, you know, when mm. you're not here, mm. just because the, all these objects inspire me. But I know I don't have them in my life. The thing I want to say about that is that what is it attracting me right now is not fucking uh, Donald Judd no. because it reflects me. What I get like a beating heart from now is is thick books, yeah, heavy <laughs> books, because I know that if I put Infinite Jest or uh, Brothers of Karamasa or IQ84 or the fucking Bible into my bag, mm. it's taking up some space. Yeah. You know, it's like d- bringing in a piano in your small apartment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you know, it's more even, you know, if, yeah. you, if you think about scale. Yeah, so this kind of thing. takes up they, 20, they, no, no, it takes about 10% of your space up. Yeah. Your real estate. Yeah. 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 And that's, that's nice. Yeah. And that's interesting, you know. But, um, and I think it's a very banal thing, you know. It's very t- trendy as well to get rid of all your stuff. I only have. It's it's it's, it's a new yeah, but kind you, of cool. You, you didn't you didn't do it out of that sense. You did it because it just you kind of what? happened, you know. You know what? Time will tell. Maybe it's f- fucking pretentious vanity <laughs> that made me do it. But yeah. then I will know, and then yeah. I can make that shift later. You know. Yeah. It's like everybody was pushing me when I came home from Cambodia. Yeah. And Indonesia, that I, yeah, when is violence of silence coming? When is violence of silence coming? You know, this destroyed my life. Yeah. And I'm not saying that they destroyed my life, 
but the pressure I felt. Yeah. Um, and my life is not destroyed. It's rebuilding, hmm. you know? So I, I don't want to say, oh, I got a destroyed life or whatever. But, you know, when, it's, when are you finishing your movie? It's like, hey, man, I'm sitting with 40 to 80. I don't know how many hours of material. And I haven't even digested the experience. Do you mm. know what it takes to walk around in Southeast Asia in, in six months, hooking up with people that you don't even like mm. for weeks and weeks just to get information that you don't fucking need to hear mm. to get any... Uh, that you, you will not have any benefits just mm. to expose it, you know? I'm not saying that this is a very good thing. I think it's a really bad thing to go into people's life and intrude it with a video camera. Yeah. But, you know... Uh, and then it's like I need to digest and figure out if this should even be exposed and I'm not even sure if it should have been mm. at all but it, the thing is that in this sense like pressure of of, of, of finishing this and, and accomplishing these things you know just just have to take your fucking time you know yeah I agree and figure figure out if, if things are worth doing and it's like if my next step happens in three years or if it happens next week it doesn't really matter mm. Mm. because then it will be needed at that time, you know, yeah. and that time should be but filled it, with time. And the other thing is also kind of all these, uh, I say, things you kind of spread out, the things that in, are important or will find a new importance will come back. That's the funny thing. With yeah, things. like suddenly I pick up harukifucking.com. Yeah. Yeah? It's ridiculous. And I read it and I just see through it, you know, but it's just like, you know what? It reminds me of when I was 15. That's a good enough reason, man. Yeah, oh yeah, hell yeah. No, but that's, you know, like like I read an article about this movie Kids the other day. And it, I got so nostalgic and things because, I mean, it had an imp- a big impact on my, yeah, on my life, too. you know. And I, I was, a, I, you know, the thing is, you know, I, I was never that cool, but God damn, I had a fucked up life too. And not, not, I had a great life, you know, I had great loving parents. I, you know, I had great many yeah. friends, but I mean, in experience, in feeling, you know, I, I lived like these kids. Yeah, me too. I mean, come on, you, you you took a backpack with with booze and you run around, try to kind of hook up with girls, try to kind of, you know, and, and failing at everything and just kind of, you know, getting drunk and stupid and 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 it was great, you know. But but so so I just I was being just a teenager is anyway like that's what we, that's why we get drunk as adults to get as stupid as we were when we were teenagers. Mm. But then also as perceptive. Mm. as teenagers are and mm. also as intuitive as teenagers yeah because you, you have to be so sharp because you, you don't know how things work uh. you, know, you have to start to figure out you have to start to figure out how girls work you know yeah or not yeah, yeah <laughs> or, or not yeah. just or, fuck up or kind of you know how, how, how you obtain a position within a social social gathering you know kind of how you uh, like like I was I was at um, uh, at this embassy party now the other day uh, um, uh, for because the, the the Dutch embassy had a uh, uh, reception at the Rotuse because of the new king in the Netherlands because the queen stepped down and the king took over or the, her son took over so there was a reception and I was there and I felt you know I felt almost like I did when I was you know was a teenager mm. kind of where where you know all these old kind of kind of you know, kind of all kinds of ambassadors you know I, I stood next to the, the American ambassador and talked a bit with him with just you know, like really insignificant things but you know, like these kind of people were these movers and shakers, all these old people. And yeah. I was standing there and looking at them. I had to look at them, you know, because mm. these were not familiar people. You know, these were kind of... and I hope they never will be. Uh, yeah, I... I they, well, got, they got a style that is problematic and self-conscious. Yeah, but it was, it was still... 
and they are very unhealthy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they all kind of stack their. I mean, yeah, Mouth they look that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Processed food and just like. But but so they you know but just this kind of yeah I remember like you know when I was a kid and you go to a party and you feel uncomfortable and you try to. A try friend of to mine, you know what? A friend of mine, he was like, he asked me, "Why are you so anti?" Uh, uh anti um the bourgeois you mm-hmm. know and then i said i just and he, i probably he, he expected this political profound answer i said i just i don't like the style mm. you know it's, because that's what it is it's instinct it's fucking instinct yeah. it's like i don't But like the style that you tuck in always tuck in your shirt in your in your uh, pants uh instead of having it loose because it feels better to have it loose you know mm. uh, and, no i i enjoy walking around these places and i can adapt to these places because because yeah, i think look at me man it's like it was my hi- hangout spot every month to go to the astro fernley dinners yeah and i started to give it away to preschool students and they had a time of their life you know yeah. but i wouldn't i would just stand there and feel nervous yeah and the reason why i felt nervous is like this is not the right spot for me to be i cannot do my job in this place yeah. but you know like this the same you know I, i've always been inclusive i think you know whenever i try to organize i try to kind of uh, make people comfortable or at least aware Maybe I'm not. I'm not. I'm not criticizing the individuals. I'm criticizing the tendency. No, no, but yeah, yeah, but so, but also in the art world, I kind of find often, you know, if you go to openings, you know, that that's a very unhealthy and healthy thing at the same time. Yeah. But if you go to, it's always good to meet people. Though. Yeah, it's fantastic. You know, sometimes you have openings where you, you know, it's even good when it's bad. Where you know, but sometimes you have openings where you just have the time of your life. Somehow you connect to everyone. You have great conversations. But sometimes you, kind of you have really shitty experience going to opening, and you need those experiences. Yeah. Yeah, and, and 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 the reason why I need them is because you define yourself from what you don't like. And if there's a tone in the room that mm. makes you feel distressed, then at least you find some certain kind of autonomy that you cannot participate in. Mm. Yes, yes. Maybe you don't need to do it any more radical than that. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Uh, All right, this is gonna be an abrupt end because you have to run to your plane. Yeah, I'm going to London. I'm so cool. Mm. <laughs> uh, thank you for we, being on the show. Yeah, we didn't reach a conclusion, but no. so we, we never will anyway. I will get you back. That's the point. I'll get you back here. Cool, cool. Thank you. Ciao.